Hello. Hello. Oh, hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Come right in, my children. We did a podcast. <laughs> oh, I loved that. That's the creaky haunted door. Yes, I loved it. <laughs> um, we did a podcast on Friday, but they do a, a program where you can't see each other. Yeah. I missed uh, it. We were... Yeah, me too. We we were guests on uh, Disgorgeous, which we we've done before. It's a, a fun wine podcast, um, and but yeah, they they it was a completely audio only podcast recording, and it made me have to. I really had to focus on what people were saying, which sucked. Yes, I agree. I couldn't just kind of like look to the side for a second. There were times and, like, that I drifted kinda... off. It's also having four people instead of just two. There were times that I drifted off and then I would have to be like, sorry, what? Yeah, Kelly and I, uh, because we're our brains are addled with disease, we're just like texting each other and doing other stuff while being guests on a podcast. So don't say women who run the world. You know what that I mean? It's so us because that is so thank true. you. Thank you. Um, we're like those stay-at-home moms that are like, job title, it's personal chef, personal driver, <laughs> cleaning, <laughs> like, aka, mom. I'm a mom. And then it's an acrostic mom poem. Oh, you know I mean? there's not a lot to work with, with mom. Well, I was going to go mother, okay. so. Okay, I'm writing mother. Okay, so that's the joke. Um... <laughs> Mom. Hi everyone, this is this is FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And uh We're your moms. We're here. We're your moms today. We're your mommies. Um this is a podcast that um is still about the service industry, however tenuous that may seem. Yeah. And we don't but, know we're the last to know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys and us are the last to know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, welcome despite it all. You know, you've already won me over in spite of me. Don't be surprised if I fall Ooh. head over feet. Yes, yes, yes. And don't be alarmed if I uh, yeah. love you. Yeah, great. Well, let you. Um, we just haven't sung on this podcast in a while. Oh. I feel like that used to be it. We used to kind of do that. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> We haven't, we haven't been moved. We don't have to, we have, we don't have to work it no. in. Lillian starts no, texting no, me. Topic of the week is going to be... Okay. And then song. This. I have a spreadsheet going. Please. Yeah, right. Um, Practice. Yeah. We used to pretend that we were professionals at this, and now... Not the case. No. The, no dice. No dice. No Alanis Morissette for you guys. Mm-mm-mm. Jagged little null and void. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Forget it. Scratch it. Delete. I feel like Jagged Little Pill, it's hard to because it's already written in. You know what I mean? Jagged Little Pill is, we are the pills, you know? Right. Well, yeah. My friend Emily calls me Jagged Little Lil, which I do enjoy. Sure. I think that's a, that's fun for me. That is fun. Um, but nobody else can call me Lil. There's like three people in this world, so... Listeners, don't try. No, it. don't do it. Um, Kelly, how are you doing? Uh, I'm having a lot of like mm-hmm. reopening anxieties right now mm-hmm. because if you're in New York, the weather's getting nicer. And I'm not someone who, as I've said on this podcast, I'm not someone who's like 
you know, oh, get out of the parks, get out of the parks. But I'm just yeah. like, I think that basically humans, this isn't a commentary necessarily on, you know, the liberal, the American, blah, 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 brain. I just think humans are stupid, so it will feel nicer outdoors weather-wise, and people will be like, that means it's safe. Because your reptilian brain doesn't understand. And so you're sure. like, it's safe, and everything's fine. And then and then I do think, like, um, evil people like Cuomo will be like, so now I'll go back to work, and I'm just having anxiety. I'm just having a little anxiety. Yeah. No, that's, <clears throat> that's real. We've seen a marked change in behavior... Not only are people getting antsy, which is also understandable because nothing's changed. We've just been staying home for no reason, which is chill. Um, and people are like, well, I'm not sick. My family's not sick. Nothing. I can't see what's going on. Yeah. I'm going to go outside and get cocktails and hang out around a bar in clusters, which was happening in my neighborhood yesterday. Um, around uh, Jack's fire. Not Maggie Mays, Thank but Jack's God. Firehouse, which was was featured on Bar Rescue. Oh, um, yes, I've seen that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very intense episode, as they all are. Just, like, rife with, act- like, abuse and trauma. The and, thing, like, we should do an episode about specifically, like, A Kitchen Nightmares Bar Rescue. Like, the premise of those. Because so much of those are, is just an abusive family dynamic applied in a restaurant. And, yeah. and then tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt but it's often just like an actual fan it's not like oh this restaurant owner is abusive to a staff no, it's no, like no. always like, like a fan like an actual family is like physically abusing each other yeah and then and then their business is also failing you know maybe maybe related who can say um <laughs> it's it's anyways it's so bad and then it's just yeah like then they're all drinking for free they're getting drunk they're calling each other it's not good it's a very stressful show that always i always will cry when i watch which is just like when they reveal I, the like the new patio lily to go <laughs> the new patio that's like way uglier in a different way than the one before. You're like, wait, this is what you get? Okay. The firehouse um, is a great example of that where they like put like fake brick like wallpaper. Yeah. Sorry, the outside of, I'll post a picture with this episode, but the outside of, of Jack's firehouse in Sunnyside Queens is um bricks that are probably the size of a man. Probably I would say five five foot long brick fake bricks compose the out the exterior of this building and it's like, so it looks more like a firehouse but it's like you're a, a mouse going into a firehouse bar like i don't understand the the ratio is it's like it's not a one-to-one it's very so funny if the theme of the bar was you're a mouse going into a firehouse <laughs> not just a firehouse like, now there's a bar rescue idea i could get behind <laughs> I come in with Jack or whatever his name is. I'm like, we need to step things up. You guys are going to be little mice, little rodents. And your customer. Okay, we're going to get a giant broom. There's going to be a giant broom that sweeps through the bar every 45 minutes. Guests are going to love it. Okay, you got to get that timing of the broom down to five minutes. Okay, okay. it's going to take under five the minutes. The only song that's going to play is Cinderella, Cinderella. Okay, <laughs> they're going to go nuts for it. 
<laughs> and you're gonna have uh, loaded fries. All right, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> oh my god, the cockroach! So this you're gonna muddle, okay? The maple syrup and strawberry puree. <laughs> Oh Everything's so disgusting on that show. I love it. Um, <clears throat> I mean, what's the future of that show, for example? Like all oh those. Oh my god! Thousands of people are going to be unemployed because we can't do bar rescue. Oh no! You're, they're going to do bar quarantine. They're going to be like compliant bar rescue. Oh wow! That sounds so boring. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to be like now. Everyone gets to be in their own stained glass. Pod because it's gonna be church themed or whatever like oh whatever my God. the I was saying it's sad that like even even the comically bad bars are gonna go under and then there's nothing I to be know. rescued. It'll be all I need to be rescued. That's true. From, this, from all this. There is a new Rescue season me. of Queer Eye coming. Rescue Huh? That's a lot of fun. <laughs> That's a lot of fun. Queer Eye for the laid-off service <laughs> worker gal. Gal. So, kind of free idea. Rolls off the tongue. Rolls <laughs> right off the tongue. Jonathan Van Ness, you want to come, come in? in here. Come in and tell me my hair looks like shit, honey, or whatever the fuck. Is that, that's not what they do. Yeah, have you ever watched that show? Literally, no. <laughs> okay, that's what they do. Oh, but they, I thought the whole thing is that they're nice now. Because that's what they used to do. Uh, there is a little bit of, like, poor people clutter shaming, but... Oh, okay. You know, that that comes... That's without... Goes without saying that they would do that. That goes without... I mean, of course. It's only right. Um, <clears throat> anyways, um, so I... That's, that's your recap. You've been doing well. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in conclusion, Kelly has been doing well. Oh my god. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, strange times, obviously. Um I've been doing okay, I guess. I don't know. I have been making mango margaritas for no reason. I mean, they're, they're not delicious. That good. I I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like I I wrote in the newsletter, but I've been obviously, like I've said many times, been watching a lot of Real Housewives, and there's another group that goes to a lot of bad restaurants, bad bars, eats disgusting food, drinks disgusting cocktails, Bethany's line of bottled cocktails alone. You know, I looked them up last night, I was like, should I buy... Yeah, as a gag. Is it as a gag to myself and drink it? Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, so then I, I was like, I want a spicy mango margarita, which is a drink that shouldn't exist, but is good. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they that's my cute. cool story. No, they looked really Thanks. cute. Do a little, do a little rim, you know, and then you just like instantly have a headache and feel bad. And then, you know, you can nurse that for an hour and then on to the next thing. That's core life for you. That's core life. Yeah. I mean, you have a headache every day, so, you know, not you specifically, yeah. but one, one from anxiety. You read the news and you're Is like, that what it? <laughs> Yeah, I've been trying to drink more water because I have had a headache like every day. I know I, I haven't have tried one every not. Day. Do you? Yeah. I haven't tried not drinking for a single day during this. I've had a drink every single day, so that could be also it. But I refuse to think about that. That could be. Um, I'm kind of playing it back in my own life, and I think that could there could be a connection there. But 
Mm. Not not willing to investigate. Let's leave it. Let's leave that alone. Leave that sleeping dog alone. Um. <laughs> anyways, uh, this week we are going to be talking about the unsettling future of restaurants and what's going on right now. Kind of a a check-in, uh, an estimate. Yes. A guess. A guesstimate. Spec- a guesstimate. Which is a fun word. Um, <laughs> little portmanteau. <laughs> for the listeners at home. <laughs> um, because, I mean, there's, there's things coming out about restaurants to talk about. This is one that people are constantly talking about because everyone's freaked out, doesn't know what to do. A lot of speculation, a lot of, uh, you know, cues taken from other countries about what they're doing, which are mostly horrifying. But, um... Because they're not America, and <laughs> they are gross. Um, so, yeah. So, anyways, we're just going to we're gonna talk about it because that's our world right now, and we're in New York, and it's kind of the first, I don't know, best and brightest. Yeah, for sure. I, don't know. I yeah. mean, I think that New York has, yeah, just such a distinctive restaurant culture because of the fact that we all live in tiny little apartments, and... <laughs> So we need those spaces, and and now, how do we return to them? Yeah, right. Um, and then there's this sort of, like, weird half-opening thing that's going on right now that is, like, like you said, is also causes anxiety yeah. and is, like, unsettling, and there's not a lot of communication, and everyone's doing something a little bit differently. Yes. Um, and... You and I are both at, on the other end of not extremely communicative uh, restaurants. Um, as to their plans, uh, every day I'm faced with the horror of having to get my job back, which would I would end my life. So you know we don't want that to happen. No, we're not. We're not thrilled with that prospect. So yeah, it's it's a weird time, and especially now that the weather is getting nicer, people are getting antsier. Things are going to start happening. Um, I think one thing we've already seen in New York is restaurants kind of turning into half grocery store, half takeout, which is not fun for almost everybody. Yeah. I think that, um, the, the grocery store thing I think is not, that's something that I think is like, I mean, obviously it's not recreating the experience of being in a restaurant, but I think it's actually a pretty good idea in terms of like, sure. Um, you know, giving people access to food and, um, I think that's a pretty good idea, but I think like the takeout stuff is again, I think it's like this issue of like, it is different from going to a restaurant. So people feel like the difference is making people feel like they're doing something, but it's not necessarily doing something is not the same as doing like the correct thing. You know, mm. you mean for you mean for the guests for the um, from the guest point of view that like people who are like congregating outside of a bar, getting to go drinks and then you know standing on the sidewalk that that's a different enough experience that they're like this has to be doing something, but it's like right, th- yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it's also like, I mean, look, it's. 
it's nice to do something a little bit different. It's nice to treat yourself if you can and, and support a business and have a little errand to run and, you know, take a fucking picture of whatever you got and tag the, you know, yeah. like, I get it. I get the impulse, whatever. But yeah, it's, um, it's a question of, of who's it helping and is it good and what's the end goal? And nobody knows. Yeah. And that sucks. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it's fundamentally over in a certain way and that's really scary and nobody wants to think that. Yeah. I think that's um, the other I, thing. Yeah. Is it's like people yeah. grasping at like trying to like know that they'll be able to come back to normalcy in like a Broadway but specifically restaurants it's like that is going to be so different and I was reading one yeah. article in the Times about opening back up in China and they were talking about this very cool restaurant called Yardbird oh yeah I read that I think Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah I know Yardbird oh yeah I've been to Yardbird a couple, <laughs> couple times. of times and they were like you have to get your temperature taken and then sign a waiver like that you're not sick and then there are plexiglass, like, cloches, cloches, mm-hmm. what, what word am I looking for here? Cloche? I don't know. I have no idea. I think that's the right word. Cloche? Like a cloche, like it goes over like a candle, like a glass thing that goes over like a candle. Oh, interesting. I didn't know. I have, I have no idea. That's a word I, I'm not familiar <laughs> with. I didn't know. Hmm, it might not be the right Victorian. word. <laughs> might not be the right word. Might not exist. <laughs> Okay, continue. <laughs> That's like the name for the candle snuffer on an no, old-time, no, like, going snuffer. to bed it's candle? Like a, no, 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 it's not a snuffer. It's like a... Okay, forget it! <laughs> it's like a little... Okay, go ahead. It's like a little, like, glass... Extinguisher for... No, it doesn't extinguish. Like a terrarium? It did, I don't know yeah, it's is. kind of like a terrarium. It doesn't extinguish, it just kind of, like, is around it. So you don't burn your hand and stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> no idea. Cuckoo. I don't know. Okay, forget it. You know what? Moving on. Continue, though. Anyway, there are plexiglass kind of like boxes around the tables. <laughs> it's just crazy. And this is like, and they had like a very funny picture of like the two restaurateurs of Yardbird. And they were like, you know, like, like, so like, like serious so, yeah. and hip. Kelly's doing a sexy face right Thank now. You. Sexy, serious face. Sexy, serious. And, and they were like, yeah, we just like wanted to still keep the vibe, you know, like good and light, but yeah, it's, it's different. And it's like, yeah, the vibe is not going to be good when you're making people. The vibe is that you're a butterfly pinned inside of a box. Awesome. (laughs) The vibe that you, when you have to sign a waiver, when you enter a restaurant, that's not. I mean, that's what, that's cool. That's cool for roller coasters. Everyone loves that. Say, oh, this is so dangerous. I'm going to get the thrill of my life, but. Exactly. Now that's a lot of fun. (laughs) Not not for me personally, but I know some people enjoy feeling like they're going to die. I like roller coasters. So now. Yeah. I mean, most people do. I'm a fucking baby. So (laughs) I can't go on one it's actually a a huge nightmare for me um anyways so yeah taking your life in your hands some people love it so they will be the main (laughs) the demo the fear factor demographic yeah (laughs) 
I mean, really, it's going to be sociopaths because they have no sense of like mortality or fear. So they're going to be out there in droves more than they already were at these fancy restaurants. Um, yeah, I mean, let's just say it that I shudder to think people already treated uh, service workers like fucking garbage. Yeah. They are going to be horrible to the people working. It's going to be so bad. It's going to be Like, I'm actually, like, it's going to be awful because they're going to view us as, you know, people who could potentially kill them when they already thought that. They already were like, you're going to put peanuts in my, you're going to sprinkle peanuts in my dish even though I told you 16 times I'm allergic. You're going to somehow sneak it in even though you don't have peanuts (laughs) on on the menu. I'm going to go out. So, yeah, we're already, like, fucking the angels of death. And now it's, like, they're going to be, like, are you suited up in a full-body condom? You know? it's it, And then they're going to be just angry and scared. I don't know. Yeah. I think also, like, something that we've seen from retail, from the retail position, and, like, there's been lots of videos of this, is that retail workers have to enforce all these, like procedures like saying you have to wear gloves and a mask like saying you have to give your temperature or whatever and um that like people are don't respect retail workers so they don't they don't care that a it's an issue of that that person that retail worker's safety and b right it's not there it's not an arbitrary it's not like they just decide they came up with that just now like, right. you know what I mean? So it's like, it's a twofold, like, <laughs> not their problem that you don't agree. And right. rich people, the problem with that is like, it's so much, the level of entitlement, like if you think seeing like some like poor woman in Florida yelling at like the guy at the, the fucking key food, like that's a level of entitlement. Like you don't know rich people from New York. Who are going to exactly. be like, I'm not dirty. I don't have to wear a mask. I'm not right. dirty. Right. Because it's not conspiratorially right. minded. It's not like this. No, it's right. Oh, you know who shared yeah. Plandemic, which is very funny? Oh, who? Angel Olsen. No. Yes. yes. I just met her. She seemed, well, weird. Oh, but, I forgot uh, that I... you have a, you're, you're, you're quite close degrees of separation to her. Yeah, but I mean, not really. But yeah, that's that's funny. I mean, people who are famous have brain worms. We know this, but that is a that's a strange one. It's a weird one. Not something I would have expected. It's a weird one. That I mean, we also know a couple other people who are in the uh, sort of vaguely in the restaurant scene who have shared pandemic and I'm screenshotting all of it babe I got them all I got the receipts ching, for days ching, so ching, ching. yeah filing those away in separate folders and they will be used against you in a court of law in um, a court of law <laughs> I have so many my camera roll is mostly screenshots these, it's like these crimes what do they say on us for you these these crimes are considered especially heinous Oh, yes. You're not an SVU the rape crimes. Um, No, I mean, I, I obviously watched it when I was, like, in high school, and it was, like, the only television available to people. So, yeah. 
<laughs> in I the early aughts, you legally could not watch other shows. I mean, pretty much, yeah. Those that was the programming offered to us, glorifying uh, cops. So, so. Um, also, Stabler obviously is hot. We love him. Um, Catholic, etc. Um, <clears throat> Catholic, known to be bad. hot. Known to be hot. Known hotties. Those Known hot religious affiliation. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, a backstory of like a Catholic dad with tattoos. Everyone thought it was, you know, it was groundbreaking at the time. At the time. um, You don't know what we came from. Like Zoomers don't know. You guys don't understand. You don't understand the Christopher Maloney kind of groundbreaking stuff. That I'm just saying, on. like, what was considered groundbreaking is, like, you look back and you're like, wait, what? Like, they talked <laughs> about anal sex on Sex and the City, but I don't even think they ever, like, depicted it, but they just talked about no. it. No. And people were like, whoa, they're talking about anal. Yeah, I mean, a show written exclusively by gay men, <laughs> that's, that's what it's like, yeah. saying, like dick puns every two seconds. That's what we should have been upset about. I'm sorry, I thought um, you were saying dick punch. I was like, what? Honey, are, if you're not dick punching, what are you? You know, Whatever. Insert Kim Cattrall quip. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Honey, dick punching isn't punching up. Whatever the fuck. Okay. Um, Anyways, that was back good. To... No, that, I thought that was clever. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks very much. Um, I'm not one of those people that's like, I wrote a Sex and the City screenplay that's a mashup of a current. Send it to Vulture. Sorry, that's a very specific problem <laughs> yes. I have with like five people on Twitter. Forget I said it. Um, <laughs> uh, happened once. I need, once in the history. I need of to log off. Actually, I might delete that. Okay. Um, <laughs> edit that out. I'm not one of those. You're gonna say I'm not one of those people. Who is racist? (laughs) (laughs) Some universally agreed on bad thing. I'm not one of... Oh my god, I have to log the fuck off today. I'm calling it quits. Um... Okay, but I will say this is okay. Back to vaguely what we're talking about, and who knows what that is at this point. Um, I was having a bad week last week, and uh, <laughs> and sometimes sometimes logging on does help because I found uh, this is actually I just want to give credit where credit's due. Uh, this guy Jeremy Schneider, who writes for like NewJersey.com, he writes a lot of like food stuff. I love like local local reporting stuff. Yeah. Uh, obviously, and food stuff. Like, so it's like, we're going to talk about this pretzel place. I'm like, yes, I want to read that. Um, but he, he linked to this piece in the Washingtonian. Washi- yeah, Washingtonian. Washingtonian? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That sounds weird. Um, uh, by Anne uh, Limpere. Uh, but the, the, the fucking... <sighs> this made my day. Made my week, actually. But here's the piece. It says, In that little Washington <laughs> chef... <laughs> Uh, will fill his socially distanced dining room with mid-century mannequins. <laughs> and when I tell you that I screamed, I know it's cliche, but I did. Um, it's a very so, House of Wax scene. Yes. So this is a, a this is a restaurant. I did a, I kind of googled it roughly and saw what the deal was, but um, 
this is 50% capacity. This is what's going on. It's in Virginia. There, you know, every state has their own rules, as it should. States' rights. Um, and <laughs> I'm joking. No, I, I know. Like, I Kelly's have. like, I mean, we could talk about it. Um, <laughs> like, see me. So, see me. Yeah, see, <laughs> see me after class. <laughs> um, and this is, I guess, uh, it's a nice restaurant, James Beard. I think it's Michelin, James Beard, all of the stars, whatever the fuck. Um, three Michelin star, actually, which is nothing to sneeze at. Um, but this chef, wait, what is his fucking name? Um, what is it? Kelly? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Basically, they said the chef who majored in drama in <laughs> I love like, that. Just, you just want to say he's gay? Like, is that just, it's just a fucking dog whistle? Like, uh, okay, I a friend that. of Judy's. <laughs> I'm like, just, what are you fucking, mm little wink, wink. I'm like, okay. I mean, I get it's because he's saying that who, whom else would do this but a fucking drama nerd, which they're not wrong, but just say he's gay, okay? Just <laughs> out him in the fucking Washingtonian. <laughs> the um, chef. Gay, comma gay, comma gay, <laughs> gay fifty one or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but these pictures are uh, so haunting in the right way to me. Not the dystopian, you know, scan a fucking menu and you have to, you know, pick up your fucking food out of a drawer kind of thing that we've seen in other restaurants. This is the campy future I want for all of us. This is mannequins dressed up like it's fucking the roaring 40s. Is that the right? Nope. Roaring 20s, the swinging, the warring, the warring 40s. Yeah, what would you say for the The, 40s? The, the, the... There is some... It's swing dancing. The, the... Yeah, the swishy little 40s. (laughs) Another gay kind of thing, Kelly. Um... (laughs) The forties, comma gay. The that's, 40s. that's <laughs> it's like in italic, gay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, these mannequins. Also, I, I guess apparently, I don't know if this is a joke or just like a good PR thing, but apparently the servers are instructed to pour them wine and ask them about their evening. Another. I'm moving. I'm moving to this town, and I am going to work Work at this restaurant it's the only future we have left is to do go to some maniac this lunatics restaurant where i have to pretend i'm in a dollhouse or something it's it's this is the only good thing we can do this is the only good outcome it's the only solution i see that works is just placing ancient mannequins dressed in 1940s clothing in a restaurant to keep people away. And then we all have to like slowly go insane and be like, and Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Weatherby, how is the, how is the service this evening? And then one day one of the mannequins ends up murdered, quote unquote. Oh. But, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then when they're murdered, they turn into a real person and it's like, were they mannequins all along? Or, you know, are we kind of the mannequins? Are we the mannequins of the mannequins world? Okay. Okay. So, so kind of bear with me here. (laughs) 
Okay. okay. So this could be very cool. A lot of murder mysteries uh, could be going on, and I think will happen. If you if you place a lot of haunted mannequins in your restaurant, there's someone's going to end up dead. afoot. Yeah, but, for sure. But not from coronavirus. It's going to be from something else. Arsenic poisoning. And that's a that's a win. <laughs> Arsenic and old lace. That is a win. Um, and it's really, a blow sorry, the, to this sort of like futurism, this like fascist. Tech, yeah. Right, right, right. No, this is, we need to go backwards in time all the way to the 1940s. We need to get do their mannequins, come back to the future. Yeah, poisoning was something, it was a woman's game, you know? Yeah, it wasn't was it, state was, sponsored. It wasn't thank Russia. You. Thank you. We need to take it back to the home. Thank you. Yes. Yes, we do. Thank you, Kelly. That's so true. Oh, you know, we need to get it. We need to take it back. You're right. Yeah. Right. Um, sorry, sidebar. This is not at all related, but um, <clears throat> my speaking of like, you know, comma gay stuff, my um, my a relative of mine, um, <laughs> William uh, Rufus Devane or something, uh, he was the vice president of the United States and he <laughs> was gay uh, with James Buchanan, hmm. which is, Oh which yeah. Is I forgot but they about ca- that. But they called them, uh, I think aunt Nancy and like miss fancy or something. Mm-hmm. Cause they like would make fun. Andrew Jackson would make fun of them, which I love, uh, which was very funny. And you know, does being gay back then, make it kind of okay that he was a slave owner? Yes. Yes. I think ultimately what queer men went through in the 1800s was horrific. You know what I mean? And it's like, we can't kind of, the struggle, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, history's full of, uh, of this kind of stuff. You know, we have to, we have to be, be, yeah, we have to be able to live in the gray. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh my god. Anyways. <clears throat> and I think they would approve of this campy restaurant full of crumbling mannequins. It would be if funny they were alive today. It, to think like um It's funny to think that gay culture has has had the sustained thread of camp through <laughs> through centuries of time. <laughs> that James Buchanan would be like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Isn't that a laugh? <laughs> or, like, whatever. <laughs> I know. I mean, they lived together, and they weren't married to any... Like, they were, like, straight up together. Yeah, they were married. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, not in the eyes of God, and never will be, but... <sighs> they're living in sin, you know? but, I mean, who isn't there these, these days? Right. And those days, um, too. That's true. Not necessarily yeah, just, the gay stuff, but I'm talking about... All the babies out of wedlock. A lot of babies out of wedlock. More than you would think. Not in my, More than you would not think. Not in my house, Kelly. Not in my house. 1800s, you look um, at those records. I also say, sort of related, one time I got drunk and uh, applied to be, because I'm a daughter of the American Revolution, and I was like, maybe that would be sick if I just like joined them and like went to some fancy balls, and then they did not, and then I woke up and I was like, obviously I'm not doing that, and they did not stop calling me for a year. Those ladies dig in, you know? They want you in that fucking... Well, there, you know, I feel like there aren't too many... Um, there aren't too many left, right? Well, they're all, like, fucking 85 years old at this. Who would join the DAR right, in this right. fucking... 
It's insane. I mean, I kind of want, I do still kind of want to, because to be a fly on the wall only. Of course, research purposes of course, only. of course, yeah. Uh, fake wasp would be. Wow. Um, I wish, I wish. They don't let, you know, mix. <laughs> I mean, it's probably like a thousand dollars a month to be in the fucking DAR, I can only imagine. One week of unemployment. Club dues. <laughs> That's true. At this, yeah, you're right. I'm going to use the Patreon money to become <laughs> a member of the DAR. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> And then I can talk about my gay uncle all I want. They'll love it. They'll love it. Uh, they'll love that little story. I think that's a lot of fun. Oh, my God. What? Anyways. Nothing. Sorry. My therapist just texted me. Um, uh, he's got a lot of nerve. Mm. He's got a lot, he's got a lot, of, lot of, nerve. of nerve. A lot of nerve. Um, check in. How's this episode going? For me? Pretty freaking good. But I think we can call her. Yeah? It's been 36 minutes. I think. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, nobody knows what's going to happen. Everyone else is wrong. And uh, it's going to be scary. And Kelly and I need jobs. So, um, that aren't working a to-go window. So, if you guys hear of anything that's going on right now where you think we would be a good fit. Yeah. And also, if you're feeling anxiety about going back into a restaurant as a diner, just imagine how much anxiety the person who's working there is feeling and be nice to them. Oh my God, please. Everyone. That's such a, it's a huge point because, um, yeah, everyone's freaked out and nobody's more freaked out than the people working. Yeah. It's just like bottom fucking line. And the thing is, is we're going to keep hearing about the experience of diners and the experience of restaurant owners and their anxieties and how much they're going through to get back to their old lives and then multiply those anxieties times a thousand roughly. Yeah. And that's everyone who's working in a restaurant. Do you think in like 25 years we're going to, the only job we're going to have is just to be like in a fucking freak show. Like, see the lady who can remember five Manhattan orders or something. Oh. Does that sound like... That could be something we could do. Huh. Yeah, I think we're going like to have to wait for that to become a draw. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be immediately entertaining to people. I said 25 years. Sure. Did you see that little... Um, they made a cocktail machine. It's like a Keurig, and you preload the alcohols. That's bad. And I'm going to have to go. Who's the guy? We've referenced him before, and I still don't remember his name, who, like, drilled, and he was faster than the drill. Oh, <laughs> 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 Fucking John... Riley. John C. Riley. <laughs> <laughs> when John C. Riley uh, He's like, made the railroad... Um, railroad spike? It was a railroad thing, right? It was something, I think it was going through, when they were going through the mountains to get to the west. And they were doing the railroads, yeah. And he, like, he chipped off more rocks. Why is that one of our references? There's, like, I don't know. five things we reference. It's, like, Jaws, <laughs> that, and, like, I don't I know I guess sometimes else. it's singing. Singing, Mad Men. Mad Men. You know. What is his name? We, I, I 
looked it up and posted it before on our fucking podcast. Anyway, it's that like, guy. It's going to be me versus that machine. Like, <laughs> and then I collapse on the floor. And then you die, and then you're a hero forever. A folk hero. Um, <clears throat> okay, let's do some Patreon uh, shout-outs. I think I missed somebody before, and I feel bad, but uh, Lord will never know. Um, okay. We have a new patron, Claire. Claire. Hey, Claire. No, come here, Claire. Listen. No, listen. Shh. Ah, listen. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, really, though, thank you. That's very sweet of you. Um, and then we have uh, Nick someone. Nick 80. Nick 80. I, if you are a computer, how did you get, how were you able to subscribe? There must be some kind of If you're a computer. Code. Give us a sign. Let me. Is this good or bad? If you're a computer, <laughs> is it good or bad? Either way, we thank you. And the person who programmed you. Um, Alex, wow. Alex, you now get to read, you get to listen to all our past Patreon episodes, which are good, sometimes amusing, and also get to read our newsletter where it's getting progressively grimmer and grimmer with each week where Kelly and I are just like, yeah, we lost it this week and I made beans. That's kind of the whole newsletter, <laughs> but you get to read it. You paid for it. So it's and you yours, get that and once you can't a week. ignore it. Once a week, it's way more than we should be doing, and nobody wants it, and people are saying, please stop. Um, But we won't, and that's a FOH guarantee. (laughs) And that's Um, a promise. (laughs) Oh, my fucking God. Um, We have to go because I wrote to one of the editors of Bon Appetit in one of my, like, I took, like, twice as much antidepressants as I should and was like, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking shoot my shot at everybody this week. And I was like, hey, Bon Appetit, here we are. We'd love to write for you. And then she was like, so like, what's your idea exactly? And I was like, that's yeah, like, okay. That's an interesting question. And I, that's, thank you for asking. And I will be right back with that answer for you. Uh, so we have to figure that out. Yep. Um, anyways. But we will. But we... <laughs> figure it out she might still say no but we're gonna figure out an idea first we're gonna figure it out and then i'm gonna learn how to be a fucking adult in the creative world which i obviously have never learned uh and that's why i am where i am and i love it all right well thanks everybody for listening please continue to review rate and subscribe and tell your friends that we are still here screaming at whoever will listen that's true and we love you all righty okay (laughs) All right.